to the Aussie Bloggers Podcasts, brought to you by Tan and Amanda. Tan's from Write Your Cancer, and Amanda's from My Office Books, and you can find them both at Blogger Support for All. Join them as they talk about blogging, and as they speak to a variety of Aussie bloggers who share their own stories, secrets, and successes about the world of blogging. And now, here's Tan and Amanda. I'm Tan from Write Your Cancer. Hi, I'm Amanda from My Office Books, and, and we're, we're from Aussie, Aussie Bloggers Podcast. Today we have uh, Beatrice from We Train Wham. We train work at home mums. But before we start chatting to Beatrice, what I'd like to do is just share a lovely little review that we got from Evernote Fan. And they actually say on iTunes, this podcast interviews bloggers of all types and gives a great insight into how and why people blog. And over the last year, Amanda and I have loved all the stories about people blogging and how and why they do blog. So thank you so much. If you would like to rate and review us, go over to iTunes, subscribe, let us know what you think, and we would love to give you a shout-out next Friday. On to today's show, and we have with us Beatrice, um, but you like to be called B. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, lovely. All right, B. Well, B, you tell us a little bit about your background and where you're from and what you actually do. Okay, my name is Beatrice Brown. Uh, I'm the founder of We Train Wham. I started um, blogging actually in 2005 or six, I think it was, but very confused. Um, in 2009, actually, I took on a mentor, and of course, the rest is history. But, um, yeah, I'm originally from India, been in Australia for 38 years, and um, I'm also a widow. My husband died when he was 40, so I've been, I brought up three kids on my own. But um, back to the blogging side of it, I wanted an extra income, and I went online looking for uh, you know, ways to earn extra money while I was taking care of the kids. So um, I got online and, of course, went from one program to the other to the other and spent hundreds and actually thousands of dollars um, and eventually uh, got involved in a group that um, guided me to um, 2009 when I met my mentor. Um, it was a guy in the group that said, um, he had a mentor and I asked him whether, you know, he would mentor me. Well, it was a long, it's a long story because I never heard back from him for about four months. And then, um, he got back and he said, yes, my mentor is willing to take you on. Uh, my mentor was Blake Barrett. He's, um, online marketer, pretty big guy. And, um, yeah. And the rest was history. The first thing he made me do was get rid of every single offer an email that arrived in my box. So I had to unsubscribe from all of them. Um, and he made me start to build an um, email list, which today I think I've got, I think about 74, 78,000 on my email list. Hard work. It was hard work, long hours. Plus I had to keep my blog going also. And then I met uh, a guy who we, um, he's in America, um, we decided to do 
personal coaching one-on-one. And uh, that went for about two years, which was awesome. Uh, And then my mom got sick. And then, of course, I had to give up everything. Um, For a year and a half, I think I did not do anything. And and there was something within me that kept pulling me back. But I knew that my commitments were, um, you know, more important. So I put that on the back burner. And, of course, now I'm back. and uh, talking to you guys. I'm just curious, why were you told to unsubscribe from all your email lists that okay. you were actually participating in? He wanted me to be completely focused, no one shiny object to another. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you must, I think you've experienced it yourself, that when you first started online, all these offers come to your email box. You subscribe to everything. You want everything. And your mindset then becomes in the next shiny object that comes. I want it. I got to try this. There's something within Mm -hmm. me that is telling me I've got to try this. And 99.9% of the time you're buying because your mind is telling you to buy it. It's not whether you're going to sit there and do the course or whether you'll go through any of it. Nothing. I think 98% people will not touch that course at all. Mm. Um, so that's the first thing he made me do. Um, and, you know, and it was the best thing I did. Um, I don't subscribe to any shiny object that comes along now uh, because there's, I've trained myself in my mind that I really don't need that. I need to focus on what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. So, yeah, so, and, and that's one of the reasons why. Um, and, and, I mean, it was the best advice he had given me. Do you think also um, be that it could be a, a method to make you procrastinate too? Like if you get all these different emails and you see what they're doing and you start to compare yourself with them, that they distract you and make you procrastinate rather than take action. Exactly. That's exactly what it does. Um, And that's why people, they get so involved in this email and and then they click the link, then they go to the site and and this guy is saying, you can make 10,000 in one month. And of course, now I know that's not possible because, you know, but at that time, being a newbie, uh, I thought, my God, wouldn't that be awesome? You know, Um, Mm -hmm. and then of course you, you, something's within you is saying, go and get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. And and you eventually spend the money and you buy it. And then something else comes up and that's sitting on, uh, you know, I can show you, I have on my computer hundreds, literally hundreds of courses sitting there and I've never touched them. And that's exactly what I'm trying to say is don't jump from one shiny object to the other. Keep your focus. Write it. I have everything written on a list in front of me, what I need to do for the day. I, I The emails are the last thing I do at night. I check them before I go to bed. If there's anything important, fine. If not, I delete everything. <laughs> oh, that's it's a great. habit. It's a habit you, you've got to get yourself yeah. into. Yeah. If you are wanting, everyone knows that success is not done in one month to two months. It's hard work for the first, at least for the first year. Okay. In three months, you'll see your first, you know, dollar come in and then you'll see $10 come in and then you'll see 20. But that is telling your mind that that's a success step. That's a success step. And it gets, you know, the, the income, your income will just follow 
just keep your focus on what you have to do and your income will follow that. Okay, so mm. why don't we go to the first point we're going to discuss with you and that was <coughs> regarding call to actions. So what yeah. have you found has worked very well when it comes to call to actions? The call to actions basically is getting people to do what you want them to do in a nice way. You know, a lot of blog posts, um, you'll see that, you know, they'll, they'll write their post and then they'll say, okay, share with me, you know, share it on Facebook. But it's not actually telling them what you want done. I mean, they've you've sat there for five hours writing your content. What do you want them to do with this content? You know, there are a lot of people that will, yeah, leave a, a message, but did they actually read what you're trying to tell them or have you actually told them to take some sort of action to, um, you know, what they've read about? Will it, will you use it in your business? Is it going to help you in your business? So, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's the most important of all is leaving a call to action at the bottom. In fact, on this post, I have actually embedded a, a PDF with I don't know, hundreds of call to action examples that, people can download i mean it's just for free i just put it up there for for this one um and it it you know it's if people can get into a habit of putting the call to action tell your your audience what you want them to do you know don't uh, um i shouldn't be saying don't but um um leaving up to chance yeah leaving yeah action. don't yeah we we as you know, okay, we are more advanced than maybe the beginners are, but unless we show them, unless we tell them um, what to do, they won't know. And that's what I tell. I've got a few students now, which which I've made it a habit for them to write those calls of action, whether it be a question, ask for a, ask a question, ask them. You know, um, are you going to implement this? In what way will you implement? Mentored. Um, share down below. Tell me how you're going to do this. You're telling them to answer me on how you're going to use this post in your business. I fully agree with that, um, B. Yeah. And I have a number of different blogs and websites, some business, some just yeah. purely personal. One thing that I find, and I've had this conversation before with quite a few people, is when you have a very personal website that just is basically about getting a message out there or wanting to help someone or, or you're doing it for social good, yeah. having that hard call to action can be uh, oh, intimidating. maybe a little bit spammy. Yeah, yeah very yeah. intimidating. We're here, we're doing podcasts, we're doing our blogs to... I guess, expand our business, make it bigger. Why do we, why do we blog is basically we are trying to help um, the newbies that come around. I hate that word newbies, but anyway, um, the newbies that come along who are basically lost, who don't know the next step. So we are helping those people. Yes, I agree with you that, yes, it can be very intimidating and like um, an order, do something you know but we're mixing the personal blog to a business blog 
you see. And on a personal blog, you, you don't have to, there's a call to action, but you can say it lovingly, you know, or, you know, don't forget to share the love and, you know, uh, please leave me a comment down the bottom or whatever. But we're talking a business blog where people come to your blog for a reason. You know, they haven't come to, to read gossip. They've come to learn something. Like, I've, um, I haven't told you this before, but I'm involved in um, a very large, in fact, a very, very large 400,000 people group of uh, people who are training and um, learning what blogging is all about. And um, it, it's, the, it's the same thing there. You know, it's, it, they're all there for a reason. They're all trying to make an income or starting a business to make money basically so what we are doing with our blogs and and the the information we are right we are helping those people with no cost at all you know to take that further step if you implement this on your blog you will get results you know um personal side like a personal blog where you share your you know um what you did for the day or this is my trip or you know you went to Singapore yesterday and you just arrived and you're you're wanting to share all this thing that's fine you know it's it's um yeah we can't get both both of them mixed up because one basically is your income and one is you're doing it because you love to do it yes i i agree yeah. you must have a call to action hmm. because research will show us that a lot of people are more followers than leaders and do need to be told what to do. Whereas when you have a blog that is purely for your own personal use or to help people, uh, you would definitely have to make your call to action, like you said, and I like the term, uh, make it very lovingly and yeah. and very soft. So you do yeah. have hard call to actions and soft call to actions. And sometimes if it's a personal blog, where maybe you're just blogging for yourself more than anything to yeah. get your your thoughts out or you have issues that you just feel you your, want your to. Secret, your secret journal. <laughs> yes, yes, your secret Some journal secret, that you share with the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's so, a lot of people that, that blog, you know, because they love to write, you know. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's, it's – and a lot of the readers that come to those type of blogs are similar people. You attract what – you know uh, what you're feeling at the time. The people that come to your blog is is exactly in the same boat as you are, and so you know it's it's uh, that's where sharing the love comes in. You know because they they're loving what you're doing and they do the same thing. So yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Now, uh, B, let's talk about the about me pages because that's something that isn't often discussed, and you have a fair bit of knowledge around that. I've actually had to learn. 10 uh, about about me pages you know um a few years ago i used to think about me pages was about me you know um how many dogs i have how many cats i have um you know uh, what happened in my life all that sort of stuff but it's not that anymore you know um if people are going to hire you or if people are going to um want to do business with you they want to know what you can do for them Right. So about me pages is it has changed a lot um, in this stone age. It's it's 
you tell them a little bit about me. Uh, I'm Beatrice. I, I'm the founder of this blog. You know, this is what I do for you. Right. So and then what I've what the way I've put it is that, okay, if you want to read about me more, then click this link and go to another page if you're that interested. And you'll find that that extra page does help. Um, the Your about me page is basically what you can do for them. Uh, a little bit about yourself and then a call to action at the end. Join me in Facebook. Join me here. Join me there. Um, this is my main page. This is whatever things you want them to do, you do on that page. So, and then, you know, you could write a little spill about yourself up the top and then say, if you want to read about Tan more, click this link. And so I've got a separate page completely telling them from exactly from when I started, what my journey was, what the mountains and the little pebbles were, all that sort of stuff comes into that separate page, you know, because you don't want a very long about me page. You wanted straight to the point. This is what I offer you. This is what I can do for you. This is the results I can get for you. Click these links, you know, go here, do something, communicate with me. This is my email address. This is my subscribe uh, box, you know, go for it. Mm. That's, that's the way I sort of look at about me pages now. Yeah. I don't know what, what your thoughts are on, on an about me page, but, um, yeah. yeah, things have changed actually these days. B's definitely right. Um, people go to your About Me page and it's all about what you offer your reader. So whatever your niche is, whatever your main focus is for your blog, if you want to speak, well, then you're going to focus on what you're going to offer in your blog and what they can find and where they can find it. If you're talking exactly. from a mummy blogger, you're saying, well, I can give you tips and tricks on how to make your housekeeping or your cooking or your life easier. And um, that's what intrigues and makes people linger and click over the other pages. Whereas if you just talk about yourself, it's like you might as well talk to your mum and your sister and your brother because they're exactly. going to be your only audience. Exactly, Amanda, I agree. And the thing is that, like Tan was saying before, um, we are, we've got to still separate both those blogs, your personal, where your family and your friends visit and to see, they know about your life anyway. On, on those About Me pages, yes, you can write about a little bit about yourself and everything because it's a personal blog. You're doing it for fun. You're doing it for love. You're doing it you, because you don't want any monetary value behind it. Whereas if you're going to have your blog for business purposes, then that's a different story. You've got to offer your services. You've got to say, you know, this is what I can do for you. And you know what, B, that comes right back to knowing, number one, who your audience is exactly. and, and knowing why you are actually blogging in the first place. And if exactly. you don't address those two issues right back in the beginning before you begin blogging, then it will get muddled up and people won't be able to come to your blog and clearly see what it's all about. Exactly. And, uh, and apart from that, I think, you know, your target audience, like you, you're talking about, is, yes, you do have to have them, but it actually segregates the people 
when they actually read your About Me page, with I think 90% people do, will go straight to your About Me page first. I get more hits on my About Me page than I do on my blog posts. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, it segregates your people, your your audience, when they read your About Me page, ah, oh, this is not for me. I don't think she can offer what I'm looking for. Yeah, you pre And they go on their merry way. <laughs> you know, they go on their merry way. So, okay, my blog's not for you. But then there are people that will come and, and yes, those are the people you want because the people that are interested in what you're offering. Just in conclusion, mm. while we we're able to, Beatrice, okay. can you um, just share how people can connect with you and maybe if they want to ask you more questions, where's the best place for them to go? Well, I'm always on Skype. <laughs> um, but I, I don't have my number in my uh, site. But they can they can um, opt in to my subscribe button on the on the left hand side, or you know, contact me through my site. Uh, um, and yeah, I'll get back to them. And I'm on your on your Facebook. <laughs> I've got yes. Twitter. I've got. <laughs> You're everywhere. So, everywhere. Yes. I'm in the group. So if any people from your group or from your, you know, that want to connect with me, they're, they're most welcome to, if I can help in any way, for sure. That's lovely. Thank you so much for that offer. And thank you so much for your time, B. We've really enjoyed having you thank on the you, show. Man. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, It was B. awesome meeting you. <laughs> okay. Thanks. See, see you next year. You will. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Ciao. Bye. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Aussie Bloggers Podcast. If you would like to become a part of the Aussie Bloggers Podcast family and suggest a featured Aussie blogger or just to say g'day, visit Tan and Amanda at aussiebloggerspodcast.com or at bloggersupportforall.com. If you'd like to leave a review, they would love that too. Keep an ear out for the next Aussie Bloggers Podcast coming your way soon.